Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. My name is Rob Crane and here, as always, with uh, the world traveler, Chris Valente. Got my miles in, got my miles, got my steps, got my miles, got my jet lag. (laughs) Yeah, right. You said you've never been so tired. You were in Liverpool. We'll get to that, right? Liverpool. Liverpool. By the way, great job on the Instagram. Liverpool um, met... uh, Pat, what's his name? Patty the Batty, baby. My Patty new best friend. My new my new roommate. He's going to come <laughs> stay with me when he goes to a Red Sox game. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I would love to be a part of that. But, uh, it'd, be a good inter- it'd be a good interview. It'd be a great interview. It'd be a great interview. We, uh, I, I'm rooting for that. So um, we will get to uh, we'll get to that. It'll be yes. very good and very entertaining. There's yes. two things we need to touch on prior. Well, I... Uh, two Two things. Yes, no, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna become host for a second here. No, 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 no. <coughs> Two things. Two things. First one. What's the first one? You haven't noticed my beard. I, I did notice shaved your beard. in like no, a I, week. I, I do notice your beard. I didn't. I didn't want to. I don't want to call you out and be like, so, are, "Are you just giving up? Have you just given so, up?" <laughs> so, so d- describe this. Would you call this luscious? I would not. Call uh, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> would you call it? Would you call it patchy and sparse? I would look at. I would call it like a five o'clock shadow that's been growing for probably. I'm assuming for two to three weeks. It's been one exact week, right? So it's it's Wednesday. You guys should see uh, my beard. I can't grow a beard. I don't have that ability in life. Um, where is I, it? Where are you missing? I can't because I can't quite see it. You're on Zoom, so like, like, where uh, is it missing? Like on this, you know, like the whole like sides. Like I don't my cheeks. Uh, not a lot there. You can see th- see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's patchy. Yeah, yep. it's patchy. Yep. Uh, I actually can't grow sideburns because my facial hair doesn't attach to my head on my hair. <laughs> so, so it's like there's this little like <laughs> I don't know quarter inch, half inch gap right there, just kind of not there. Um, so, so I why why is this? What's going on? I will tell you in a second. But I um, I text my very close you know group of friends who I've been friends with since I was a kid. And I said, I'm like the hustle kid on Team Beard, right? I know it's bad. You know it's bad. But you got to appreciate the effort, right? I, I, get an a uh, for, I get an A for effort for trying. Sure. What do you mean, sure? sure. This but is, what, this I, is, I'm asking, why are we trying? I some of the neck. Yeah, you got, you got to keep the neck clean. Otherwise, you start to look like a, a Neanderthal. But why, why are we trying? What happened? Like, is there, is there a shortage of razors? <laughs> Supply chain issues, man. It really Supply. crushed the Lincoln, Rhode Island. Apparently. Um, yeah. So what did we do this? Seven months ago, eight months ago, nine months ago? Something like this. We threw a big party. You came to a suite. We ate real well because I left the Woosocks to join Topgolf. We did. We did. So yeah. I, I am, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – so this podcast – this podcast. This podcast, uh, in general, this podcast in general, was started to help people give advice how to work in sports, find their way, career moves, all these things, right? Like we, that's what you and I set out to do. Is like so many people have misinformation out there. We're gonna give them guidance because you know what? We've been through it. We understand what it takes. We're gonna be the we're gonna be the experts. Comes to find out. <laughs> Apparently, we need to be giving each other this advice throughout the whole process. In which <laughs> you've done a lot of of that maneuvering on your end, leaving the Worcester Red Sox to join Top Golf. Was was seven months ago now? Yes, yeah, so but I left in September. We we had said at the moment at that time it would be the biggest announcement um, that would ever have come to fruition on this podcast. But I think we're about to top that. Uh, no pun intended. Top Golf. 
So the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, I'm growing a beard because uh, I don't have to go to work um, at Top Golf. I left uh, because I'm joining the Boston Celtics. What? Yeah, the Boston Celtics. I am uh, joining. What is it? Senior director of corporate partnerships uh, for the Boston Celtics. It is a uh, kind of a surreal, surreal thing to say, and uh, I'm really thrilled, excited. Never did I imagine that Top Golf would be this short, uh, but that's just kind of the way the world, um, the world, the world worked. It was kind of just kind of the way it is. I got a little clap, thanks. Congratulations. Well done. You are going to the NBA playoffs. I am. First, first. Talk about, talk about front runner. You're joining the freaking Celtics as they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> the day I start is the first day uh, is the day after the regular season ends, and the playoffs start like a week later. So this actually, I think, is a pretty good I'll take everyone through this whole thing, right? Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's so, go. Let's go. So, this is pre-pandemic, 2019 in the summer, and I was connected to the VP of Corporate Partnerships, a guy named Gino, and just connect, right? Like, hey, I'm Rob, I've been doing this minor league thing, maybe something, you know, just so you know who I am, right? So, I think the first thing that I did was talk to somebody who was able to make a connection, right? So, like... And that connection happened. And at the time, there wasn't really anything open. Uh, but, you know, kind of keep you in mind, yada, yada, yada. And then something that was in the summer, later that year in 2019, something did come open, right? They were looking to add to their team. And I talked to the next level above Gino. We had breakfast. It was wonderful. And that was, I don't know, it was on my birthday. It was December of 2019. Um, I got home from the winter meetings the 12th and uh, went to breakfast the 13th. And then, you know, it takes a little bit of time. You know, this thing never goes. Who knows what the time frame was for them to add. But then, you know, March happens, and it's March of 20, and a pandemic hits. Everything stops. Womp womp. Womp womp. So, but during the pandemic and through now, maybe I sent, I don't know, Chris, three Four emails. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember you telling me like, "Hey, I reached out, just touching base." I remember. Yeah, that. I would see when they they did a big DraftKings deal, and uh, I sent them a note and was like, "Hey, congratulations on the DraftKings deal. Hope all's well." They always responded. Always was like, "Hey, thanks, man." And um, excuse me. So then, um, during my time at Top Golf, having a good time at Top Golf, nothing wrong at Top Golf. Everything's good. And, uh, I go to lunch because. Uh, I will say this sidebar, I did learn during Top Golf. Chris, you know me about as well as any human being, that uh, always basement life stinks. I can't do working from the basement all day, every day, right? Like, I need human interaction. So to counteract that, I would go to lunch with some people who I got to know. So one of the guys is a great guy. His name's J.J. Alberts, and uh, he actually just took a – SVP job. I saw that with um, uh, one of the craft, uh, formerly owned craft uh, esports group, Oxygen. Mm -hmm. I think so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. JJ's awesome. He was at Dean College. I love I knew... JJ. I've known JJ for years. Great guy. Great, Great guy. guy. Uh, JJ was. Um, I knew him when he was the GM for Learfield at Providence, 
and we were doing, you know, we'd share stuff, go out to lunch and, you know, PC, POSOC stuff. And I went out to lunch with JJ and he was like, hey, did you know that they uh, just had someone leave in the uh, corporate partnership world in the Celtics? I said, I did not know that. He says, yeah. I was like, oh, he's interested? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out, right? Top golf's fine, but, you know, I could, it's the Celtics, right? You got to check it out. So I did, right? And I saw Gino an email. I said, hey, I heard that something happened. Uh, he goes, yeah, let's talk. And that was probably, I don't know, Chris, what, January or February? Yep. Right? Yep, around there. And then I went through the gauntlet, right? Like you talked to, uh, I probably talked to five or six or seven different people, uh, Zooms, in-persons, ups, the whole thing. And, um, you know, one of the things that struck Gino when I was talking to him, he goes, I always could tell that you wanted this is because you always stayed in touch. You always, you know, were always good and uh, persistent and patient uh, with kind of what, what's going on. And uh, I knew that you wanted this job, and it wasn't just something to check off. This is something that you wanted. And uh, I say, yeah. And um, I also had some people reach out to um, some, of the, uh, some of the folks at... Uh, the Celtics, you know, for the CEO down and saying like, hey, would you mind reaching out to these folks? This is something that's important to me. And, um, you know, would you mind saying that I'm not a half bad guy and that you liked working with me? I, these are partners who I worked with. And they all said, yeah. And then they wrote these like glowing letters. I was like, oh, man, like <laughs> that's, you know, you know, very humbling and you know, made me blush. Um, and they could tell that I everything that is is like your excitement your enthusiasm we could tell that this is what you wanted and you know you can't buy that from every every candidate doesn't have that throw in that i've been you know selling stuff for you know nearly 20 years and uh yeah and then the celtics call so at the end of this uh a celtics call you uh you answer but you know it was um you know truthfully it was it wasn't just like, you know, uh, an instant yes. I mean, at Topgolf, I have the greatest flexibility in life of all time, right? Like, I could take a half day tomorrow and play golf and, like, no one would notice and I'd still be able to get my work done and be fine, right? Um, you know, now you got a season and you got, you know, I got to now travel from Rhode Island to Boston, which is like an hour and a little bit. Um, you know, and there's some things. So I was like, my wife and I, we had to talk about this. Um, but then it was like, come on, right? Like, what are we doing this for? And if I go way, way back, um, you go, I never thought I was going to retire from Topgolf, right? And it was always a dream of mine to work for, uh, the highest of levels in professional sports, Celtics, Red Sox, you know, in my hometown too, right? Like opportunities like this don't come around very often right like they just don't so you gotta go do this and you gotta go you know kill it and you gotta go um you know make the most of this opportunity and uh, to say that i'm enthusiastic about this would be an understatement um i can't wait like i'm so fired up to get going um you know you're joining a team who's good on the court um, who's got a lot of their young talent locked up for a while, so you would assume pending injury, knock on wood, um, that, 
you know, they're going to be good for a bit. And, you know, you work for an organization, you go look around, you know, who's been there, right? They've been all been there 10, 15, 20 years. Like, this is an organization that, you know, keeps and retains talent. I think the person I'm replacing was there 15 or 16 years, right? So um, you look at that, it, you know, I'm 40 years old. And, you know, you don't make something. It's like, well, I'm going to do this to parlay this and this. And then, you know, one day I'm going to be the CRO of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Phoenix Coyotes, right? Like, no, like, I want to be here. Um, you know, location is very important in life. And that's kind of how you all get to wrap your head and brain around, like, yes. But Top Golf was great. I'll say this, Chris. Top Golf solidified a couple things for me, right? I went from minor league baseball to being a jack of all trades, doing everything. But I always gravitated to core partnerships. That's always the thing that I enjoyed most. But it solidified that the hunt that you've got to have, right? The people you're reaching out to people that you don't know when you get the high of them responding back and then having the pitch and then, uh, you know, going through the deal process and closing those deals, going through that process. If that's all you do every day, right? I don't have to worry about tickets or tarps or blowing fireworks debris or any of that kind of stuff. Like that reinforced, like, yes, this is it, Right. Go do this. This you're this you're in the, you're on the right path, and now I'll go to go do it for the Celtics. I mean, I I've talked on this podcast how much I admire the NBA and they're you know they're always feel like on the cutting edge and you know they're uh, from a business standpoint, and now to be able to work for them each and every day is like, wow, pretty cool. Uh, well, buddy, proud of you. Awesome news. You are now my competition, <laughs> so I must crush you. I must destroy. You. I must, if he dies, he dies. Um, yeah, no, it's it's. I I just before we hit record, you're gonna have this really surreal moment. I think when you walk out to a playoff game in the in the Boston Garden, TD Garden, whatever they they, uh, they want to call it, TD, but the Boston Garden, and 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 say this is this is now where you work. This is what you're part of, and. It doesn't yeah. get much bigger than that. I mean, it's the Boston freaking Celtics. Like, it's the most historic franchise in the NBA. It's just the most championships, right? I think is that tr- that's true, right? They have the most championships. Or is them, it's them or the Lakers? Yeah, the Celtics have them. So, it'll be really great. Um, Their company name is like Banner 17. It's, it's not like the Boston Celtics. is like Banner 17 Incorporated or something like that. But you'll, I mean, the, the, the top golf move for you, like you said, was, was a way and it's we talk about this and unfortunately in our industry there's always this essentially the minor league what we call the minor league stench or stigma that you gotta yeah. you gotta wash off you that for whatever reason sometimes the major league level looks down on folks that such as me or you that were in that level uh i mean you just hope to find the folks that don't have that same approach but sometimes you just gotta go clean that stench off you did it quickly i mean you were successful at top golf you didn't just go to top golf like I you're, crushed. I crushed right. Top Golf. I was. You crushed Top Golf. You're leaving. You're blowing. Your, your budget's done. And you're in. We're in April, right? For yeah, like right. The, I was gonna, for, for the year. Yeah. I was gonna at least. I was at least doubling the budget. So this wasn't like a failure at Top Golf. This was no. a. No, I mean, this not was, even this, remotely close. Yeah, that's so. This was a. Hey, I went in. I beyond proved my worth in a shadow of a doubt in seven months, enough to where the Boston Celtics were like, "Yep, you're the guy." And as you and I, so the funny, you said, how long is it? 2019? 
Yeah, right. Well, I remember I vividly told you throughout this whole entire process, dating three years, how <laughs> slow an organization <laughs> They take forever. Yeah, right. They take forever because they are very picky about who they hire. And that's just, they won't just rush to go get somebody. They'll make sure they get the right person in their mind. So it's a huge testament to you, my friend, for the fact that they chose you because they don't choose many people. Not like your point. Not many people leave. Yeah, and not many people leave. Not many people leave and not many people get to go there. So now that you're in, you're in. Yeah, I gotta now. I gotta uh, all those people who wrote no, nice notes. I gotta prove them right. Um, one, I got one of the nicest notes I've ever received in my life happened today. So there's a guy. He emailed me. He wanted to catch up. He runs an um, an agency in Washington D.C. and we got connected. Uh, and they sell naming rights deals. Uh, it's a thing called Team Services. Um, it's based in D.C. And they focus. They, they do a lot of different stuff. But I got hooked up with them uh, because they were negotiating on behalf of PNC Bank the naming rights deal in Scranton, and we had to renew that and everything. Yep. Um, so we got working very closely. I mean, we talk on the phone nearly every day when we were getting close to the end of this thing. And uh, he reached out, and they were working on. They're actually doing NIL work now, and they were talking about Top Golf. And anyway, I told him I don't work there anymore. I work for the Celtics, and you know we talked for a half hour. Everything was great. And then he told the CEO uh, that I went to the Celtics. He knows the CEO of the Celtics, Rich Gotham. Rich Gotham, and who we bought dinner for the other day. <laughs> yeah, you told, told me that's that. incredible, and. Uh, he wrote Rich Gotham a note that says, hey, i just emailing you because I heard you hired Rob Crane. And it was like this glowing note about, you know, uh, you know how he enjoyed working with me and like as a person and an executive and all this stuff. I was like, holy, I didn't ask for that. I asked some other people to write nice things for me, but I didn't ask you. And, Rich uh, is like, Rob, you already got the job, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, I, I, I didn't ask that. And it was just... Just makes you feel good, right? And yeah, it's, uh, it's a ma- it's a small, it, but it goes back to what we t- this is a small business. It goes about how you treat people along the way, where it comes I, all around. It just comes around, right? I think the best advice maybe ever on this podcast, besides effort and attitude, that should be on a T-shirt, and we should probably trademark, is your name matters, right? Like your brand, baby. Your brand, your brand, your name matters. And going through both of these processes early, you know, recently, right? I mean, the, uh, I mean, it's only been eight months. Going through these process, I mean, if there's anything that um, is that you, your name matters. When they say Chris Valente, when they say Rob Crane, uh, you know, uh, that they that what comes first to that is like. That guy wrote a note to the president of CEO of the Celtics. I didn't, you know, just because. Right. And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious uh, manner. At least I don't uh, aim to. It's just like, I think, I think I also realized too is you work so hard in like, you know, you don't even notice. Like, I didn't notice, like, the, I'm, you know, with the PNC when we were negotiating that deal, the, what they thought. But you kind of just being by being honest and transparent, right? People can see that and appreciate that. And you build a reputation, kind of that brick by brick, step by step. And then 
18 years into the career, at least in my case, you kind of uh, benefit from all that work that you put in, right? Because if you were to half-ass that over those years, you're screwed, right? right. Like it, th- it doesn't work that way, right? There's, I'm sure there's people who do that, that you know, short-term gain type folks. But in my interview process, I told them like, I'm not making this decision, you know, for short term, right? Like, I'm 40 years old, damn it. Like, this isn't something I don't want to be the new guy anymore, right? Like, I'm done being the new guy. Um, and this is something I want to look long term for. This is something that I want to, you know, um, put roots down, if you will. Yeah, and we talk about also, again, <clears throat> all the way back to the beginning is you get to a point in your life where you just you're not making decisions for yourself, right? You you have decisions that are based upon you, your kids, your family. Even though someone might call you with a great opportunity, it's harder to move around when you get to 40 because you just have much more responsibility and, and different people and circumstances you have to attest to. So right. taking those chances early in your career when you move around the country and go places you maybe wouldn't have gone because you don't want to keep doing it, right? You don't want to have to be 55. I don't even want to move neighborhoods, right. let alone move right. to a different state. So th- then th- that's why you make the sacrifices while you're young so you don't have to make them later in life. And now by putting – you could – you could conceivably, you could conceivably finish your career with the Boston Celtics. Like you could conceivably do that, right? Like there's there's a chance that you like you look back in 25 years from now, you went and worked for the Celtics for the next 25 years. Yeah, like right. it's that type of organization. So, um, who knows? I mean, but that's yeah, type right. Of, who knows and all that. But that's the type of place where people can go and be like, that's where I am. That's where I am. I mean, I think about that all the time. Like, would it be the worst thing in the world to say the next 20 years of my life is at Fenway Park? No, yeah, no, <laughs> no. I mean, of course um, not. Or Las Vegas, or whatever the hell might happen, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they, um, yeah, it's 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 really about what you did. If you think about what you've done in your career, where you moved, what you, all the stories you've told on this podcast about the craziness of your life and feral cats and everything that's gone into where you've landed today, you're gonna walk into TD Garden and be part of the Boston Celtics organization. Like that's what we tell everybody. Like. It doesn't matter. It's not about where you start. It's about where you get to, right? It's a long journey. You don't have to start there. You have to put in the work to get there. You don't just wake up, graduate, and say, raise my hand, go, I want to work for the Boston Red Sox. I want to work for the New England Patriots. Here, I'm, he- I'm here. Like, hire me. You might have to go to Tuskegee, Alabama, right? Like, just It just might be part of the, the gig. And the ones that are willing to do that and show that they're willing to do it, such as yourself, are rewarded at the end of the rainbow, Right? There's yeah. a lucky there's a leprechaun sitting there waiting for you to Liter- say, Come on in. Lucky <laughs> the leprechaun. Literally. It's, oh yeah. I, I believe me, I put that together. Well well uh, well, well done. Uh, <laughs> Kudos to so, you. You're an artiste with the words. Artiste. And the puns. Uh, uh, bah, bah. Very good dad jokes. Um so <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's about those and it's it's this this is this is apropos timing about we're we're doing our FSM associate interviews right now and I've been interviewing kids left and right and there's a there's some that absolutely come in and nail it and bring it and show that desire passion and put their money where their mouth is and there's some that just like are there be like i love sports uh I, i'm a red Sox fan i just want to work for you guys like it's just right there's that there's the haves and the have-nots the people who get it and the people who will always be on the outside looking in because they really don't want to get it yeah um i will say so after i said yes um i went up to a game and uh, Gino and I, we, um, we walked around the garden and, uh, you know, kind of looked at the inventory and, you know, talk shop and all that good stuff. 
And then he left at halftime, and I stayed for a little bit longer. And I just kind of soaked it in for a second. And, like, this place is full. And when they, you know, score or whatever, it's like, the place is going crazy. I was like, and this is, this is it. And they were playing the Heat, right? So it was a really good game. And uh, though they lost. Uh, And I was like, holy cow. Like, this is what I'm going to do as a job. And it just kind of was like, welcome to the big leagues, kid. And uh, it uh, it felt it felt really good. And, you know, there's always something I almost feel, uh, I don't want to jinx nothing. It's like perfect for me, too, is the offseason is the summertime, <laughs> right? Like... You know, there is no off season. You're very busy and selling, and just like there, you know, there was no real off season in the winter time. But like, you still got the weekends off, right? Like, right, um, right. That's in the summertime, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still be able to play golf and be with my kids, and it's gonna be 80 degrees, and I don't have to leave on Saturdays. You know, every other Saturday, uh, from April to September. Um, Hop over to Fenway Park. I, I, I know a guy over there. Um, and now I know I got the guard. Now I know multiple guys at the guard. You got to say hi to my friend Devin Furland, former FSM associate. I will have to do that. Um, and uh, there's, uh, uh, I was, I emailed uh, former front office features guest. Uh, you, you emailed David Cohen. David Cohen, baby. You, you interviewed him. Um, we have another. Uh, uh, she was the VP of marketing. She's no longer there, but Kara Walker. So there was another. <laughs> that was the Kara Walker interview. That wasn't that the one that. Had oh, the that was a disaster. That was a disaster of an interview. <laughs> I was so excited for that interview too. Um, we uh, the internet went out twice. I tried recording it on my phone. weren't you in a car too? weren't you in like a car? No, like? that was uh, Zach Leonsis. Oh, uh, I did that interview from a car, actually outside the garden, um, not outside the garden, outside Fanning Hall, and uh, close enough. And uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that the one, one thing, the lot. one thing I'm very jealous of is it's not even close. You have way better food in your proximity to your building than mine. Like you've got the, I'm the north end. You've got I'm the north weigh 500 end. Pounds. Yeah, you've got the north end within walking distance from the garden. And also, like I do like I do like I probably like the bar scene a little bit better over by the garden too um, for a post game. Yeah, post game like, right ca- out there. Cask is great. Like cask and flagging is great. I know we own game. Game on's eh. Um, basement. I agree. Base uh, game on basement's fun and marathon Monday, but other than that, game on's eh. Um, no, I've never been to the marathon. Marathon Monday is the best game of the of the freaking year. Yeah, I know. I need to. Uh, I need to get up there. You'll be working. Well, I guess now. I will be there, right? So like. Yeah, you will be in Boston on the marathon, right? I guess so. Yeah. This just doesn't go by you. Yeah, not even close, really. I wonder. You guys might be. Oh, unless you have a game, you might. I wonder if you're. All, I don't know. They're probably not. You know, the I haven't gotten the schedule yet for the uh, playoffs. I've been looking. Unless um, maybe on Monday I'll get it. Either way, I doubt they're shutting down a day in the middle of the playoffs in the office, but. You should. You'll enjoy being in in Boston for the marathon. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, the nice thing too is, for me, is I can work half from home and half in the office. I mean, that's such a change in our industry that is so oh, so huge. much needed, right? Like it's so that right there. Like honestly, I, I if you didn't have that ability, I might almost been like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like, yeah, right. I agree. That was a huge thing. That was. Uh, one of the hand 
full questions Amy asked first is how many games do you have to work and what's the work from home policy? And I got those answers right when I gave them to uh, Ames, so she was allowed me to take the job. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first test. Uh, no, I, I I agree. Like that changes. There's people who like who commute to our office from the Cape, and I'm like, I, 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 more power to you. But like on the summer, I, how do you do that? But I now Winnie, a work- Mike, uh, one of the guys I worked with in the Paw Sox, he worked for the Paw Sox, still works for the Woo Sox. Um, he's in his mid sixties, and he drove. Drives from the Cape still. Drove from the Cape to Pawtucket, which is like an hour and 15 minutes. And that's when they were working every game. And then the next day, he had, they had to be in there at 9 a.m. I mean, that's he worked the, that's every what, game and then come back at 9 a.m. the next yeah, day. That, that's from where industry Cape. has evolved, thank God. Like, I, I just, I, I mean, I hate my commute. <laughs> I only live 12 miles from Fenway. Yeah, right. It still takes me an hour, but I'm like, this is this is terrible. My whole, I think if you look it up on Google Maps, my commute's 40 miles, and it takes forever. It's because once you get near the city, yeah, uh, that and the split in 93, 95. Yeah, and you have you can't you can't take the train, right? It would be too much of a pain. Uh, Not to bore our uh, listeners with uh, logistical issues, um, (laughs) but some people my train goes to South Station from Rhode Island and you got to get the North station for some reason, the Boston MBTA never thought it'd be a good idea to connect North station to South station directly. Um, so it's kind of a pain in the ass to get, but would you, what was it? What, what is it? The orange line or the, you have to get off, uh, actually at back Bay and then, uh, take the orange line or you can take the green line too, but the orange line's just in that same little hub. It's, that could be doable. Some days if you don't feel like driving, as long as you don't have a game. If, if, I wouldn't do it on a game day, right? Because then you some gotta... days, but the, they just don't have great trains on the way home. Oh, for timing. Yeah, so it's like you got to, you know, it's they're not great train times. But anyway, neither <laughs> here nor there. No one's listening to this podcast giving a damn about. I mean, look, uh, my this, no, travel this, schedules. No, but that's what goes into consideration of taking a it job. Does. It does. You're right. It does. It does. It goes it does. into consideration. Like you do Zach get free. Cor- free Zach Corbin, my other my other son, Zach. Working for the Jets, he drives like he, he commutes two hours from New York City to Florham Park every day. Yeah, each like, way. What do you? I'm like that's that's two hours. Yeah, just part of it, right? So like, I know that some days I'm gonna get stuck in traffic, and it's gonna it's gonna be like, oh, I told Amy this. I was like, I'm gonna bitch about the. Uh, you listen to some good the, podcasts. Yeah, right. I'm gonna bitch about the commute some days, and she goes, Oh, I I, I know. Um, but you know that's well, part of it. That's part of you it. Might, we're gonna have to might get we'll Miss right. Miss Amy some good flowers and some uh, good thank yous when you're not home yeah, with right. the kids because you're stuck in traffic. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we'll. Um, but anyway, I overall, I, I mean, this is you know uh, life changing type stuff. I could not be more excited, more thrilled, more enthusiastic um, about what I'm about to get into. So I, uh, I mean, honestly, I I, I could not be. And I love the NBA too, right? Like I, I was saying this too. It's like I've never worked for anything in my life that I gave a damn about the score. The only time I did was like when the team would make the playoffs. 2011, uh, Omaha Storm Chasers. I cared about the score um, because we won the championship. But even then, it feels like weird. No, right? you, like, this is this is if, this is this will be, might be this is the biggest change for you. Quite frankly, is you actually do care if you win or care, lose, right? Like I'm worried about if they're beating the Bulls tonight or not. Um, 
No, you get you get you get really invested because you're co- you I mean your colleagues with freaking Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? Like yeah, it's that's your coworkers now, and you're you're all in on wanting to win a championship. And Rich Gotham says to me in the interview process, he's like, you know, I I like uh, you know, it's always been something about being something bigger, uh, being a part of something bigger, which is something that attracts me. And he said something to me. He goes, "If we won a championship, you're on the duck boat. You've experienced that." I've never experienced that, nor like, you know, I guess if the Woosocks would ever win a championship, I'm sure that Dr. Charles would whip out some duck boats and we'd drive around Worcester. <laughs> but that's, right. I knew we, I, that's exactly would the what band, would happen. Would the band be on the front of the... Guarantee it. He'll, it that would be the thing. This is a, Dr. Oh, Charles would absolutely have that. Celtics game's close. Jeez. Crushing them. What's the score? 88-64 Celtics. Uh, that's a that's a seating thing, right? So they have the Bucks tomorrow, so they can get some starters out, and they have the Bucks tomorrow. They're smoking the Bulls, and then they play the Warriors. Uh, well, I think they have Warriors' last game. Second I mean, last game. They're good. Uh, playing pretty well, and they don't have Rob Williams right now. Um, but anyway, to be a, a duck boat in Boston, if the Celtics win a uh, world championship, a little different than if the uh, Woosox win. Uh, the international league, a little which bit, is, which little is bit. all fine, right? Like I'm not, sh- I'm not, you know, poo-pooing that. It's just different, right? Like, um, there is nothing you can experience if you're on a duck boat, like in a duck boat in Boston, right? Like, I can't imagine that, and that's just something that's like, in, and you, you're set up, and like you're set up for that for sure. I mean, this team is young; they're good; they're not going anywhere, and. You're, you've you've put yourself in a position now to experience that. I'd say at a probability of high likelihood. It's just there. This team is definitely on track for the next couple of years to be very very good. Yeah. Right. So it's um. Yeah. So I got a thing going on. You got a thing. So Marty, get your uh, farewell um, next <laughs> yeah. podcast ready. The, the you know who you are. You know who you are. You're you're Tom Brady. <laughs> you're tom brady yeah, you're like right. oh man, i'm gone no, i'm not back i'm back in team sports yeah, uh, that, yeah. That, i'm meant to be in team sports man i know it more so than any, i i know it i just know it like it just you just get to know yourself as like you know no one wears i always say no one wears like top golf t-shirts because they're so passionate about top golf i mean like people die hard about celtic stuff right i mean like they're, uh, you know, just like they are about Red Sox and Patriots and Bruins and, you know, Woo Sox and everything else, right? Like, they're passionate about it. And I, Is that uh, going to be your LinkedIn post? Um, I'm the, I can't be sitting on the couch. I'm coming. I've, after seven months of out of, the, out of the business, I'm coming out of retirement. I'm going to go <laughs> back to team sport. You know, Tom, I'm going to figure out what the hell do that's Tom, Tom Brady. Yeah, you're going to. This thing, this thing airs at midnight. Are we getting the cow out of the bag before you even tell the network on LinkedIn and change the job title? Yeah, probably. All right. Probably. Well, kudos, congrats. Because I probably won't do that till Monday, but this podcast thing is pretty good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a You microphone. know what I'll do is on Monday, I'll tell everyone listening to the podcast about what we, uh, I talked about it all on the podcast. That's true. Uh, look at you, always selling. Always selling. closing. Always oh, be closing. A- ABCs. Uh, so, yeah, uh, speaking of closing, my eyes are closing. <laughs> yeah, you're exhausted. Can we just talk it's, about that quick? I know that you're tired. I know that. Yeah, you know, this. I, I 
Why are you is, tired? And you, of course, here we go. Here comes Chris did, bitching about and complaining yeah. about his <laughs> first world problems. Chris has had the greatest to to first world problems. I'm sorry. I had to go to England uh, and be with one of the most successful football clubs of all time. Oh, man. So, uh, so, so terrible of me that I, yeah. No, it was it was awesome. I, I it was actually a long time coming. It was my first trip over there. I tried to go. I've never been. To, have you ever been to Europe? Europe, I've been to a bunch. Now I've been to Italy twice. Oh, that's Iceland, right. We talked about the Ireland, uh, but yeah, yeah. but never to the UK. So this is my first trip to the UK, and I'd never been to a Liverpool match. Um, I haven't worked for the organization for ten seasons now. I'd never I'd never been over. Um, so. Got to bring our partner Wasabi, CMO Mike, over there. Uh, he also a lifelong dream had never been to Liverpool. Huge Beatles fan. So the trip started on Thursday, which was supposed to take off Thursday morning. The flight got canceled because there was an outage at Heathrow, so our flight got re- rerouted an to outage? Thursday. Outage? What does an outage mean? There was like, like a, a power outage. Out- no, like a computer outage or something. Oh. So a bunch of flights got canceled. Anyway, so our flight got moved to seven fifteen Thursday night. So I don't, I don't, I don't need a lot of sleep to begin with. But so like me trying to go to sleep at seven fifteen, I've told you like I don't nap. There's no way in God's green earth I'm falling asleep at seven fifteen on a plane because I'm wide awake. It's like I barely, I haven't usually haven't eaten dinner yet. So tried a bunch of Tito's, took a couple of uh, Unisom, did not work. Didn't did so we land the next morning. The flight's only like five hours forty five minutes, so it's really not that long to begin with. But it's five hours ahead. So we land, get off the plane, immediately get into a car and have to, because Liverpool sent us a car because the train system apparently is all screwed up over there right now. So we have a three and a half hour ride after not sleeping and drive up to Liverpool to get there by noon for a meeting that we had on the books that Mike had to be at to meet with Liverpool folks about like some tech integration. So it was a long freaking day. Like it was long, right? Like, and I, I don't get car sick. By the time we were getting close to Liverpool, I was like, I'm going to hurl on the back of this Mercedes. <laughs> like, it's gonna, like, I'm, I'm getting sick. And it was probably the Tito's, the Unisom, and the no sleep and the jet lag. But anyway, we got there. Once we got there, we just powered through. Had a blast. We went to, I posted a bunch of stuff on the Instagram, where the Beatles started, Cavern Club, the original, like where they played 290 concerts between 1961 and 1963. There's live music everywhere. I, I would say this: if you don't, if you're not a fan of the Beatles, you would hate Liverpool because there's just <laughs> nonstop Beatles, Beatles music. music playing all. The time. We went to a Beatles museum. We saw Beatles live cover bands. We saw. We saw. Is Mike a big Beatles guy? He is. Yep. Yeah. You and just I, I like, said you just said that. So yeah, I like the Beatles. I like the Beatles. I like. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I wasn't alive obviously for all this, but I, 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 I can respect and enjoy the Beatles. Yep. So, um, but then we get to go to the match the next day. Anfield is amazing. It's so it's like cool. The, would you say it's like the Fenway of yes, of the EPL. old school? Like, yeah, but the, tell us about it. Fenway Sports Group has done exactly what they've done with Fenway. They've rebuilt it, but kept the old school look and feel, but put in new seats, new stands. Because I think I told you the story about when they tried to raise the ticket prices a couple of years ago. The fans yeah, got well. up and walked out. <laughs> they went on strike. So there's more. There's more seats. Um, so we go in. This is the fun. This is the funniest story about the whole trip. We go in and we go to. We're in the Legends Lounge, which is where they we can have breakfast and before the game. And because nobody, nobody gets up and moves during the game. Like legitimately, no one gets up and leaves their seat. You sit, you watch. No one has a drink in their hand. It's all about the game. No one's on their phones. 
everyone's just watching the game, singing, chanting, the whole nine yards. So we sit down for breakfast. Is your first EPL game in life? And in... no, well, I've seen the I've seen the when they played they played over here. I've been oh, to a right, couple. so not in like. Uh... Yeah, got it. It was the first EPL game, yes, because the ones over here aren't EPL games. But I've seen them play matches at Yankee Stadium in Fenway. So we sit down, and, and the tables in this in this this club are like literally on top. Of you. Might as well be sitting at the same table. And I look to the right of me. I'm like, I know this guy. Like this 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 guy looks so familiar to me. And his buddy reaches over and just says, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Mike." And, and by the way, the Liverpool accent is really tough to understand. <laughs> like I'm. They were speaking enough English that I could understand it. Um, he's like, "Oh, nice to meet you." I'm like, "He's like, oh, why are you in a suit?" And because you have to wear a suit in this place, which they told us, but we were like the only two people wearing suits in this, <laughs> this place. It happened. We sit next to down to Patty the Batty, Incredible. who is the the UFC, UFC fighter, guy. who he's pounding away food. He's from Liverpool, so he's a god. He's a huge Liverpool fan. His his counterpart Molly the Meatball. Yeah. Um, She's a she's a UFC fighter too. She's from Liverpool, but she's an Everton fan, which is the big rivalry in Liverpool. Anyway, he and I like we get to talking. We're hanging out the whole. Can match. I stop you for a second? Sure. Liverpool. I don't know my English geography, so please help me. Everton is in Liverpool. I, I thought Liverpool's so. a city. It is, but Everton is a, Everton. I think it's its own. Is it kind of like having the Yankees and the Mets? Uh, but not even close to the same scale. Like, the at least I, I wouldn't put Everton on the same scale as the Mets. Like, it's like Liverpool's way up. Like, the Yankees are way up, right? Obviously the biggest in the world. And then the Mets are below. But, like, it's like it's a massive gap between yeah. Liverpool and, and Everton. Um but they are there. Everton is in Liverpool. Got it. So it's a Liverpool is a city, and it's just like a part of the city. Correct. Kind of like so, South Side, North Side, Chicago, maybe. Well, they're just. I think I don't think it's no. I don't think it's the name of a section. I think it's just the name of their club is Everton. Got it. Okay. But it's in Liverpool. Um, okay. Kind of. So, so yes. So she's. <laughs> a, that's the whenever yes. they whenever those two play. Like you can see the stadiums like from each other when you're Holy, up top. Oh, they're that they're that close. Oh yeah, you can see you can see the stadium, um, the main stands from the other main stand. So uh, yeah, when those two play each other, it's like bedlam, right? Because <laughs> it's yeah, holy cow! It's anyway. We played. We were playing Watford. Watford was is about to get relegated. They stink. We won two nil, but it was incredible to see um, Anfield live in person. It's like one of those places you just have to see to understand. Same thing with like Fenway Park. But it was it was a trip, and then but we were back on the plane. We were back Sunday on on a flight flying back, so it was a whirlwind. But it was well worth it. I'm I'm not complaining. I'm just for whatever reason I I, I got really jet lagged from this, and then I keep waking up in the middle of the night and I haven't caught up. And but it's not this is not Chris complaining about his first world problems of so what flying did, what did around you the world. Patty, what did you and Patty talk about? So he was asking me like all these questions um, about like the U.S. and building his brand. He signed this deal with Barstool. He's asking me about Portnoy, like what else can he do? He said now that he did this deal with Barstool, he's gotten more Instagram followers in the U.S. than he has in the U.K. He said he became massively famous once he made the phrase "scousers don't get knocked out." And <laughs> it's like you, if you watch his videos in 
when he's in the ring, he's a he's a lunatic, right? He's like this energetic. He's just like, but like we were, he was just like a normal. Like it feels like almost like a somewhat of a show. But then we were talking about fighting, and like he said, he fights in the one fifty five class range. He's gained like thirty pounds since his last fight. He loves to eat. He's like, I just love to eat. I just, I just can't stop eating. And then he just gets cut and shredded between between fights when it's time to fight. He goes six weeks, no eating, working out, and he just becomes. He gets cuts down to one fifty five. Then we were talking about like McGregor. He wants to fight at Anfield and walk out to like people singing "You'll Never Walk Alone." Seventy thousand people in his hometown fighting at Anfield. Like he's then because we were with Billy Hogan, the president CEO. Afterwards, he was telling Billy like, "Billy, I, I want to fight here. Like, make it happen." I want then then he was telling me, "Hey, I'm going to come to Fenway Park. Can I get a place to crash? Like, here's my here's my information." I was like, "Sure, buddy, you can stay at my house." I told Rachel we might have a UFC fighter. On our, on our couch, but uh, just a good guy. And like He's every kid, Zach uppercuts. Oh, and no, Emma's gonna knock the shit out of him. Emma, would <laughs> Emma would take him out. But he was he was so gracious for everyone that just kept coming up to him and like taking pictures. He's like a god there, right? So then we were talking um, style, technique. He said he can make himself feel heavier than one fifty five. It's like weird. He's like he's like, when I get on top of somebody. They, I just feel heavier than 155 on them, and I, I just have that ability to do. And I'm like, I, that's just, I don't know how you that do that. That doesn't make sense to my brain. But if you walked by this, this guy, you, and he like bumped into you in a bar, you're like, I could kick the crap out. Like his haircut, the whole thing. He's got like the Beatles haircut. Like he looks yeah. like Liam Gallagher from Oasis from 30 years ago. <laughs> but this dude would put you on the ground, and you'd be crying in like two seconds. Yeah, like, he that's could you, kill like, you. Kill you. Like that's where you just can never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, right. I mean, you saw the picture I posted. And I'm like, he doesn't look like... He doesn't look, he's yeah, like, right. He just looks like a normal guy normal with dude. weird haircut. Yeah, I would be on the ground crying knocked out within three seconds, right? Like there Three he, seconds. He just said he just loves to fight. He said, I'm just... I love to fight. I just love to beat people up. I was like, that's yeah. that's great, man. Like, please don't beat me up. Yeah, so, please, please don't beat me up. I'm wearing a suit. But I would recommend anybody who is a sports fan or a uh, football fan to make the journey over to an EPL match, whether it be Liverpool or not. It's 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 really cool to see the fan base just be unison. The other thing that was funny, he was, he was talking to me. He was he couldn't understand, and this was like this was in Ted Lasso. They couldn't understand how American teams don't get punished. For being bad, he's like, wait, so like so they don't get like you know baseball relegated. teams go relegated to the triple. Yeah, he's like, wait, and I was like, no, actually, they get rewarded. <laughs> they get better draft picks. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, there's no punishment for being bad. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, it was it was imagine great. that we, like the Pirates would be in single A. So would the Orioles and the like. Yeah, a bunch of teams would be. See you later. Well, at least the um, Guardians just signed Jose Ramirez, right? Oh, how nice of them! Now their payroll is thirty-seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, it's a uh, it, it's a really cool special place. If you love the Beatles, it's you would be you would be in heaven. We had we had a blast. Um, it's just it's just a different it's just a different thing. The other thing that was funny that they brought up and they, that was interesting that like we don't ever contemplate here because it's just so normal to us. Like, what if Liverpool Liverpool could never move? Right, like Liverpool FC could be like, oh well, we're moving, <laughs> right? Like you, you, that's not possible. Yeah, right. You could not. Yeah, you couldn't. But do we're it. like St. Louis Rams, like, oh, we're going to LA. And yeah, we're like, right. oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, there's no leverage there. You can't be like, all right, but guys, Liverpool can't leave Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, they're literally called Liverpool FC. 
I mean, you could, but you could, but it would be, you, you just wouldn't be allowed to do it. Like you just, they tried to start a super league over there and the fans crushed the league in, two, in 48 hours. Yeah. It's just like the fans run the show. They've run the show. It's, it's pretty funny. Power of the people, baby, give it all back. So that's, that's my Liverpool trip. Um, had a blast. I am not complaining. I am super tired, but it's, it's, it's okay. a good tired. It's a good, it's a good tired because I am, I am extremely grateful and extremely happy that I got to experience that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, I got to get over there one day. I've never been over there. Uh, I don't even have a passport right now. Um, you think the NBA will start playing more games overseas? I'll tell you in about a week or two. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, But a, in my opinion, like yeah, I, they're, they're trying to grow the game, right? And, um, you know, they've. Well, you guys are doing international rights too, right? Yeah, I mean, they stuff. have like Africa, you know, the NBA in Africa, right? And they have the W, the NBA in China, right? So, yeah. like. Yeah, if, if anybody that's going to do it, I think the NBA will do it. So yes, that's a and they they just are Adam Silver is, you know, I always thought he was the best uh, commissioner, um, and uh, you know, for me, I'm anxious to get in there and get going. Well, congrats to both of us. Hell of a week. Hell of a week. <laughs> hell of, hell, hell of, of a week. run. Hell of a run. It's been. Yeah, so I do want to address something, though, uh, podcast style, uh, about the pod, right? I don't know. How many, did you count how many episodes we did, uh, we've done um, this? It was like two no, something. I, I, I don't know. I'll, I don't know. You keep talking, I'll look. All right. Here's what I think. And we talked a little bit about this. I don't want to end this. You know, this is not ending the podcast, nor, uh, nor is there any... Um, willingness on either of our sides to do that right like we both say that we like this we enjoy this we're going to continue to do it we hear from people uh that say you know your stuff helps me all right so let's just say we're going to continue the podcast but one of the things is with the nba playoffs starting me just starting another new job right that i don't want to leave in seven or eight months (laughs) Uh, that I want to be potentially retiring forever, I will retire from. And you starting, you know, opening Major League Baseball, we didn't even touch on this. Major League Baseball, when this podcast release will be today, right? Like Opening day, baby. Opening day is literally when this podcast is released. We're going to be, like, busy for a little bit. So I don't want any, you know, we've been basically doing every, um, if not every week, every two weeks. I can't imagine us putting a pod out in the next week or two. Um, so just be patient with us as I enter into, uh, you know, kind of this next stage, which I'm thrilled about career. Chris, you get the baseball season up and running. Your, you know, your responsibilities with the Red Sox and FSM continue to grow. Um, like we've got some stuff happening. I would say that, you know, never since the beginning of this podcast have we been great on social. Um, but I would say we'd still post stuff on social, right? I'm sure you'll take pictures of opening day when that happens. I'm going to take pictures and videos of stuff when what happens with the uh, at the Celtics um, and other th- every other thing in between. So just be patient with us. I'm not exactly sure when the next pod has come out, um, but we'll, we'll let you know when it is. But uh, with all these kind of new things happening... Um, we just, I just can't say, yeah, we're definitely doing one next week. We're definitely doing one in two weeks. Um, but we'll see where, where it goes, and we'll make sure to kind of tell everybody what's happening from there. Sound fair, Chris? Uh, I think you nailed it right on the head. Cool. 
All right. Um, on Monday, I got like a new uh, job to go. You know what I got to do? And I realized I got to change on, you know, on Google Maps, you can set like home and work and all that good stuff. Yep. I got to change my work. Oh, you use Google Maps? Yeah. What do you use? Waze. Same thing. What? Well, Google owns Waze, but Waze is better. Why is Waze better? Tell you where the cops are, all that stuff. Use Waze. Trust me. All right. I have Waze. Use Waze. I usually use Google Maps. Go with the Waze. Go with the Waze. All right. I'll go with the Waze. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, are you about to fall asleep? No, no. I, Can I you compliment me on my beard? I, no. Why? <laughs> is this for the play? Are you growing a playoff beard? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm growing. Uh, oh, so I don't have to work this week. Do you know what this week is? Golf. Masters week. It's Masters week. It's one of the greatest weeks of all time, and I'm not working this week. Yeah. Tomorrow's Thursday. Oh, I have to get do this. My get this time. Oh fuck. Yep. Put your Masters bet in. Oh um, god. Get this. So tomorrow, Tiger Woods is playing. I don't know if you. Uh, he's like this. he's the most bet on person on sports on DK Sportsbook. They said. Well, you kind of have to. Um. So, tomorrow I'll drop my kids off. I get a haircut at nine thirty in the morning. I'll be done by 10-ish, home at 10-15. Tiger Woods tees off at 10-34. I have no responsibilities. I don't have to work. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to watch the Masters all day Thursday, all day Friday, and, like, have a great weekend. I watched a a little bit of Par 3, got canceled by weather, Um, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Damn it. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, Tiger Woods play golf tomorrow. How about that? I I play golf on Tuesday. So that was yesterday. I played golf yesterday. I took a golf lesson on Monday. I'm growing a beard. I things got are changing things, in the crane household. Things are changing. <laughs> All right. Enough. Um, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. Congrats right. again. Thank you. See you. Later.